Okay, so LTRO is big word in Europe especially. So everybody just, so it's long-term refinancing operations. And uh, essentially what it is is a way for the ECB to monetize. And if you read my latest blog posting, uh, it's very clear that the ECB has been incredibly aggressive uh, in monetizing. They were, they've been criticized uh, for not monetizing, and that, that's extraordinary criticism in my opinion, because right now their balance sheet to the Eurozone um, GDP it is larger than the Fed's was at the worst spot in the financial crisis in the US, and it's gonna get bigger. So the, the, basically the last round of this LTRO, so basically what happens? Um, you, a bank can go essentially to the ECB and borrow money at 1% for three years. And in the initial announcement, um, they even downgraded the collateral that could be received. So essentially what you can do is um, buy or borrow at 1% and then you could immediately invest in some of these risky uh, sovereigns and get who knows what uh, interest rate. So let's say in a safer sovereign, you could get 6% over three years. So it's, it's so-called carry trade. So you make the spread and it's, it's kind of exactly what the ECB wants. Given the ECB can't buy these sovereigns directly but what they can do is to lend you the money and then you buy the software. So it's very indirect and I think very, the whole strategy, uh, I'm surprised the Germans didn't jump all over it because it just really seems like backdoor, um, you know, propping up these uh, regimes that uh, have, have been offside for quite a while. So uh, the last round uh, was about 500 billion uh, euros. And one thing that's kind of interesting with this LTRO, the size of the LTRO is unlimited. There's no limit on it. So, so the big question is, February 29th, how much is going to be borrowed? And I guess the other question, what is it going to be used for? So the original one, it, it, it's kind of hard to see exactly where it's going. And some people uh, documented that some of the banks, they, they borrowed the money from the ECB, but then parked it back with the ECB at 25 basis points. So it's a so-called reverse carry trade. So and effectively, why, why are they doing this? They're doing this to reduce the risk. So the banks that are at great risk, that have got way too much leverage, way too much sovereign exposure, they take that money, just put it right back uh, to the ECB. Um, but there's other reports where, where some banks are actually participating in some of this more risky debt. Now, um, yesterday, there, uh, as you know, um, ECB uh, met and uh, there was a number of announcements that are quite, uh, to me, uh, confusing. And Basically what's happened is one key thing is the collateral that you use. And 
in the last round, there was considerable discussion about uh, relaxing the standards of collateral. So these banks can only get the ECB LTRO if they post adequate collateral. So um, some of the language that um, the head of the ECB used was, to me, uh, pretty uh, confusing. Uh, in that he said, Draghi said that there is about um, $600 billion of things that could be used as collateral. But after the mandatory haircuts, they came to about 200 billion euros. Okay, well, just doing the math there, so you get the idea you put um, uh, $100 or 100 euros um, uh, of collateral up, they're not going to give you 100% um, on that. So they're not going to lend you 100 uh, euros. But effectively, the ratio that he mentioned was, we'll lend you 33. Okay, this is a little different than kind of what people expected. And the, and the way that it works is, is pretty complicated. And I've looked at the, um, the collateral sheets for a number of countries. And, and basically what happens is, uh, the, the, um, the collateral assets are put into different bins, depending upon how risky they actually are. And the bins are determined by the PD, which is the probability of default. And uh, you know, usually you'd be taking stuff that is, you know, 0.1 probability in a year, in any, like over the next year of a default or maybe push it to 0.5, but this schedule goes all the way to 1.5% probability of default over one year. Uh, and the haircuts are exactly like that. So depending upon the maturity of the bond that you're giving, so that depends, the, the, haircut, the haircut increases um, with the longer term maturity. So the, the sort of haircuts that are used are what you should expect, basically what he's saying. Um, which is 66%. That indicates to me that it's not going to be a feeding frenzy on the 29th. Uh, that the amount that will actually go out, and some people are talking about a trillion euros, which would explode the balance sheet of the ECB. And if that got worked into loans and things like that, it could be a different story. But um, but I, I tend to think that given these collateral rules that, and again, it's, it's very complicated because these collateral rules are established by the national central banks in each country. And only seven national central banks have actually posted the rules that basically accepted um, these, um, these uh, collateral rules. And, and even then, the NCB's uh, rules need to be approved by the governing council of the ECB. And the group of countries that are basically going to be using this, um, this lower quality collateral are kind of the countries that you would expect to be there. Ireland, Spain, Portugal. Um, some other countries like Austria are in there, Cyprus, France. And Greece isn't there. They don't have any collateral. So uh, there's just no way. So and all the other countries are on the other side. 
Um, Deutsche Bank said that they would not use the LTRO. That they said that it was a sign of weakness. So, uh, but uh, just overall, does it make sense to you for these banks to go out, borrow money from the ECB, and then invest that money in risky sovereign debt? Does that sound like a long-term solution? So you increase your leverage and you use the increased leverage to buy sovereigns? And yeah, it could actually decrease the uh, sovereign yields temporarily, but only temporarily. In a situation where they're already very levered, um, the, I guess the only reason to do it is if you can make the money on the carry trade. Because the money that you make there, you could use to increase your capital. But that carry trade is not a riskless trade, obviously. You borrow money to invest in risky sovereign debt. So, so I guess my uh, thinking right now, I was, initially I thought that it was gonna be a feeding frenzy that they could go to 1.5 uh, trillion euros at the LTRO. Um, but given these new um, uh, collateral standards, I think that we'll probably see something in the same order of the previous one, about um, 500 billion euros. Uh, and again, that might moderate some sovereign yields for a while, but doesn't solve the big problem. 